0: Hey now, what's up, kids?
1: Hi! (laughs) You just come out of nowhere, you're trying to get me with that one. I try. Well, no, I forget, and then I'm like, oh shit, I gotta do the high thing. You started it over uh, the live YouTube shows, the daily shows. Yeah, it was my way of getting out of uh, doing impressions.
0: Yeah. I'm not not Squeezer. I have an identity for I am no, I'm RK RK here in Squeezer. Thank you for tuning in to... An- yes, just getting that out intro. of your system.
1: Yeah no yeah. yeah
0: I I I, I Are you
1: allowing everyone to calibrate their speakers for the remainder of the show?
0: Yeah, well, last week I, I no one should have any problems with last week. I tweaked the audio of my hold on I'm fixing my microphone. I tweaked the audio of my warrior. <laughs> a good time for that. Yeah, I tweaked the audio of my warrior in uh, uh, impression to um, not blow everyone's speakers out. So you're welcome, everybody. Thank you. And God, I listen to any Kevin Smith podcast, and when Kevin's like, oh, man, you know, his loud schemes, but it's been doing that for years. It's the way the world works. It's the way the podcast world works. And okay, so Squeezer interrupted me in my introduction. I'm saying, I'm RK. He's Squeezer. Thank you for joining us here at the Rad Years Podcast, Halloween 2020, episode two of Halloween 2020. We've done a lot of episodes. We're over two hundred. No oh, shit. We're coming up on four years. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because
1: yeah. th- there's fifty-two weeks in it's a year. Fifty. Whoa. And we usually do fifty shows a year, despite the fact that we do a show every week.
0: Well, uh, we've been 50, we were fifty-two last year. We didn't miss any. Wow. Well, yeah, we did miss. Which year did yeah. did? No, we didn't. No, we did. No, we didn't. We didn't miss any last year. I don't think. We did. Oh, okay. I don't. The year know. before. <laughs> The year... It, math of, is not our strong suit. Yeah, the year your dad passed, we missed some, uh, understandably.
1: Yeah. Uh No, but none because of that. I thought we missed one week because of that. Did we? I yeah. thought we pre-recorded something or tried to make it we up. Did be, we did, but it, it didn't happen on our timeline. Oh, yeah. Sure. It, yeah.
0: Yeah. But that, nonetheless... We rarely miss a week. We try not to. And now that we're scheduled... Oh,
1: fuck. Beer. Fuck. Oh, boy. You're a bit... We're about to go off the air, aren't we? It's in the board. <laughs> no. Or we're going to have some really drunk kitties.
0: No, the board uh, exists on an island, Squeezer.
1: Ah, that's smart.
0: Yes. Yeah, so the board cannot be affected. It just it just fell a little on the desk. But that's just like less beer in my tummy. Delicious, oh, delicious no. beer in my tummy. My tum-tum.
1: I yeah, was shit
0: face by the end of the show. They're all, they're all downstairs. Uh, Enchantress's sister's here. They're downstairs watching. Uh, I watched for the first time ever a little movie on Disney Plus called Halloween Town, Squeezer. Have you ever seen this? this I think it's a, a
1: small indie art pick. Halloween... You're mocking me? Oh, you've seen it? I think so. Oh, I've never seen it. We watched it tonight. Hang on. Let me, let me look this up because I think I might have.
0: It's about some girl whose grandma's a witch and mom's a witch, but the mom hates Halloween and won't let them trick or trade. So they take they follow the grandma back to Halloween Town on the yeah. bus and they foil a plan by the mayor who's yeah. to get the demon to stop Halloween yeah, Town my Yeah, my, my, my
1: sister loved this.
0: Yeah, you know what? Lisa might have watched it too, but I don't remember. I never, I never saw it, so we watched it, uh, and I did the thing I do, where I guess the entire plot. <laughs> <laughs> you know that nothing makes you enjoy a movie more than the guy who's predicting the plot the entire time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and break breaking it down shot for shot, critiquing everything that you see, yeah.
0: Uh, Joe asked, "Who's more over Boo Radley or Boo from Monsters Inc? I think right now Boo Radley, uh, since since they just put *To Kill a Mockingbird* on uh, books that what do they call like books that might cause you distress and make you think, like that's the
1: fucking point. Wait, wait, there's a list of books that they like that you shouldn't read because it might upset you. Yeah, that's uh, so they put."
0: School District's put to kill a Mockingbird from reading list pool to kill a mockingbird from reading list makes people uncomfortable I read
1: that in six I was in sixth grade I, know. I was like eleven years old, twelve years old.
0: yeah um I'm not trying to brag, but <clears throat> I saw the play Jeff Daniels Atticus Finch uh,
1: sat yeah, in front yeah, of suck. Michelle Obama and uh well and are you craft? You're traumatized though, right From what? From seeing such a depiction of oh god, you know, it caused such distress. And and this isn't like a list of books that are banned because it might cause political upheaval. They're banned because it might hurt your feelings. I don't know. It's a meme. I don't not even necessarily know. Banned. I don't even know if it's oh, okay. true. <laughs> just okay. I so you're just saying you saw a little blurb on the internet and you made a story to go with it. No, I didn't. Oh, I saw, you I, are in. You are. Oh, I saw a meme. Okay. The meme says as a picture. Oh, I just, I just uh, did.
0: It has Yes, you made the story. This meme has a picture of Atticus Finch from the movie, and at the top it says, school districts pull to kill a mockingbird from reading list makes people uncomfortable, officials say. Underneath it has Atticus Goldfinch, um, whoever that is, it says, at Atticus GF, that's the point of the fucking book. Now, I, when I look up news, I don't see any I, I mean I guess it's always been challenged to kill a mockingbird same with um, catcher in the rye gotta protect the children oh who will think of the children I, I'm pretty sure that's why that joke was in there who will think of the children
1: mm-hmm. Um. so who's Moro who's
0: fucking over boo radley's fucking over
1: just, just reading books in general. I mean, I mean, Came out really. there's podcasts box. now. There, there is you know, you can see movies. You don't need to read books, kids. You can see
0: plays in the front row on Broadway.
1: Yeah, I think books are cheaper. <laughs> books are cheaper.
0: <laughs> Broadway squeezer. This is what we call it. That's Broadway Yeah, right. Like I would
1: go ever see anything I love <laughs> musicals uh I like plays I don't like musicals yes Bill bird or I don't mind I don't mind working them you know like I do miss I I do miss doing some theater you know oh yeah you, you are the tech it, theater jack it, were you a bitextual yeah. squeezer
0: you did television and theater
1: I I was bitextual Yes, I was. Yeah, I I was, uh, I was poly. I'm a polytech. <laughs> That's something different, I think. Yeah, you were experimental
0: school. <laughs> you you were experimental in college.
1: Yes, I was. I well, no, not in college. Just in high school. By by college, I, I was I was committed. Um, oh God! But
0: then I was such the jerk TV a like AV guy when I had to come in and film stuff for the fucking. Theater dorks. I, I was so well, I'm, I'm like, the stage is now my newsroom. stage. Light it for yeah. television.
1: <laughs> our newsroom was right next to the stage. So they hated us because we were loud and obnoxious, and we hated them because they hated us being loud and obnoxious. Squeezer, so. at Parkland, we had our own wing for theater oh.
0: and our own wing for the um, studio. I was only there at that school for a year. I've I've officially been at that school more for work now than I have for school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I my my senior year, I only showed up like 30 days. I did this thing. I might have told this story. So like one of the first days of my senior year, they gave us a school-issued yearly planner. And I was sitting in English class and I was just ripping sections out. And she came over there and she's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to be here on these days. So I'm just thinning up the book. And she just shook her head and walked away. And then for the parent teacher night, the parents all go. And my dad would always go at Parkland because my mom was embarrassed, you know, uh, to go.
1: Yeah, as she should be. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then the teacher started telling the story um, of of the kid in the class. She didn't single my dad out. She said "There's a this kid in the class. Who was tearing out sections of his planner and she asked him why and he's like oh i'm not even gonna be here i'm not planning on doing any work on these days and my dad's like he, t- he my dad goes i turned red and i instantly knew it was you oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i turned uh, red and i just put my head down and i instantly knew it was you
1: and well the, the thing is school's not about actual learning it's just you know not learning the things they teach you. It's learning more about how to fit into society and conform and fit into a nice, convenient, normal job, and that's why we are here.
0: Um, yeah, I I I am so jealous of kids. I was telling Jimmy tonight uh, today. So you heard me. You were in there. I'm so jealous of the kids who yeah. who uh, get to e learn. I, I would yeah, totally. Yeah, Ferris I am not Bueller... jealous of their parents. I would totally Ferris Bueller the shit out of that, and have like, I would I would I would spend my whole weekend making a record of me in like five outfits, or like ten outfits, <laughs> and then make loops on a on a on a, on a like a, 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 a playlist that plays all day, and I'd be out.
1: <laughs> so you're you're going to to speed your uh, high school experience. Squeezer, I
0: barely paid attention in high school. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there.
1: I just love that you're willing to put more effort into not doing it than just doing it, or it'd just be easier to sit there, but you would eat up all the time like on your weekends building stock footage of you sitting around, although that does sound kind of fun. It does, right? That's exactly (laughs) what I...
0: Well, kids, why aren't you doing this? I mean, kids, if you're listening to this podcast, call Child Services and report your parents. Secondly... (laughs) um. If you are... Just hope
1: your teacher isn't Dennis Hopper. Right.
0: Yes. What? I'd have missed that joke.
1: Because he'll see the little glitch
0: in your loop. Oh, yeah, on speed. He was the yeah. bad guy in speed. Speed, yeah. joke, reference. Basically,
1: your entire, your, entire, your entire scenario just is the plot of speed.
0: Right. I was kind of speeding and yeah. Ferris bueller at the same time. And Atticus Finch gets blown up. Mm, yeah the book
1: the book gets no burned, but it's jeff daniels oh right jeff daniels oh, shit you're yeah. bringing it all together i know i'm not that dumb <laughs> you're tying it all up but i, I am squeezer paid t- 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 I, I may not pay any attention in school
0: um, but tie it all together that's a nice you put a bow on that tie it thank all. you I think I just came up with a genius plan for kids that, that I was thinking today I would do. I'm like, I would totally have recorded myself if I had Zoomed it. Like, how hard would it be to record yourself pretending to pay attention at, during, on Saturday with the right daylight coming in that fools teachers are fucking stupid. Parm, we know one. Like, how hard yeah. would it be to fool Parm? You could put a drawing of yourself up there and you probably wouldn't notice. <laughs> Sorry, teachers. You're very important to the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you,
0: yeah. I'm just taking a shot at a friend. Um, yeah, my teachers and oh my god, my Catholic school teachers, fucking morons. We had this teacher in seventh grade the year I got kicked out. Man, fucked it. Was she stupid?
1: <laughs> that was That's such a blatant statement. The best part about this is though, there are kids out there. That like think back fondly and like that's like their favorite teacher and like they still like talk to them on Facebook and have this like recurring like uh, yeah yeah that's a real thing. That that is a real thing. Why? Uh, And then you. My captain oh captain.
0: (laughs) No not gonna not in the real world. This teacher so the reason I got kicked out of Catholic school was this woman could not handle her class. Uh, She was uh, she was young, fresh out of college, I guess, or night school or whatever the hell you you, whatever degree sounds like the setup to a plot of a movie I might want to watch later. Right. Whatever lack of degree you need to teach at Catholic school. She had it just fresh off off the the line, the graduation line. And she just did not know how to control. And she she if you she gave out these math quizzes, they were like blocks and you took them every day and she graded them. I don't know what the fuck they're called, but they were so easy. I always aced them. And she uh, made you, if you get below a certain grade, you had to get it signed. And none of the kids who would get the bad grade would get the test signed. So she said, you know what? From now on, everyone has to get their test signed and bring it in no matter what grade you got. And I fucking forgot. And she's like, where's your test sign? I'm like, I got an A. She's like, the rule is everyone gets a signed." I'm like, but I got an A. And she's like, yeah, well, you still have detention tonight. I'm like, eh, that's not happening. So that night, I left school, got on the bus, and went home. I, I skipped detention. I thought it would be hard. It was easy. No one checked. Um, so the next day, if she, mm. she went and cried to the principal that I skipped detention, and I, I think I run the class and can do whatever I want. So the big fat principal came up and was like, "Ryan Kelly, come up here. You think you could do whatever you want, and you can't. You have a monster attention, and I'm gonna make sure. I'm personally gonna make sure, starting tonight, that you attend every one of them that night." Shoop. Got in the bus, went home, no one checked it, the <laughs> <Skip> tension again. <laughs> ah, But I went home and I cut a picture out of the yearbook and made a flyer that she was a lesbian dancer at uh, Ramada and Ladies Night, photocopied it back at the Books and More, the used bookstore that uh, was behind my house <laughs> a bunch of times. As I many, know where that is. As yeah. many nickels as I had, uh, I hung it on the bulletin board of the Tilios across the street that, you know, when it used to be the big thing. and the, You know when st- restaurants used yeah. to have the community bulletin board and... And then, I, I
1: still can I still figure that's why you haven't gotten us business cards because you know Jake and I would just be going around town just hanging up our cards in restaurants, just tra- hoping that someone pulls up a fishbowl. Yeah, trying to get that free lunch.
0: That free business
1: lunch. Yeah. Yeah. And then not tell you guys so they feed the whole company and just two of us <laughs> sitting there like Chris Farley and a bunch of bag lunches.
0: <laughs> so, um, I blanket the school in this flyer and the two of the girls went home and told their mom that it was me. And the mom called and said, well, you know, this was Ryan Kelly who made this flyer. No. And the principal was basically like, no shit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the pastor decided it would be in the best interest for everybody. If I left. <laughs> and, 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 and the, you
1: know what though? The look, principal look, left too. It taught you. It.
0: Yeah. It taught me. If you, you learn
1: skills that you now apply later in life. You're editing.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. If you fight for yourself, you can go to a better school and then learn television and get into the job we are today. If I wouldn't have done that, there's a chance we might not be doing this podcast today,
1: Squeezer. That's right. Thank God you're a fuck-up.
0: I'd be some priest boyfriend somewhere in uh, Argentina right now.
1: I mean, that doesn't sound too terrible. <laughs>
0: Well, if he was a nice priest, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> he nice treated priest. me good as long as he
0: can cook. and bought me things yeah. and you know asked how my day was. Yeah, maybe it'd be okay.
1: I'm not quite sure what the <laughs> poli-sci outlook on Argentina is. South America is a little unstable from time to time, but I think Argentina is pretty nice. Well, that, I mean, that's uh, where we go. I for don't our... think you have to cry for him anymore, right?
0: That's where we would have gone. Like for... a
1: Vita made that the movie made everything better. That's where we'd have gone for our freedom squeezer. Uh I'm pretty sure you'd be there with a bunch of Nazis on the run. So <laughs> Yeah, you know what, yeah. No, it, I'm it not saying sense, though, that No, not saying
0: that Nazis in the run. It's um, um No, it
1: seems like that's where everyone goes when they're on the run. So maybe it's not the best yeah, place.
0: Man boy love. I would have been like yeah. 15, uh, priest is 45, and wears like, a weird know, cologne. And I, Co- makes Costa me feel Rica's weird beautiful. when I hear it now. Spell it now, I mean. E-Rock, nothing worse than a film student, 100%. Unless they're willing to pay me yes. to write their student film. I got a great idea. I just need you to write the dialogue. Sure, you got 60 bucks. That gets you the first 10 pages. Like a drug dealer. Hell yeah, man. And do? of course yeah, yes. Really, we did. We're getting we're getting to review soon. We're getting to review soon.
1: Uh um, I would pay attention in all like the practical like skill classes. Like in art and like the you know, shop classes, my T V class. And you know, I'm I'm a history nerd, so I do that. But everything else in between, like anything that involves opening a book, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm catching up. I got lost in the um my own story Ooh, steak and wine in argentina ferris i am gone i'm there i didn't i do they have brazilian steakhouses in argentina i'm sure i didn't
0: expect to tell that story today so i kind of got lost in it and i got i kind of fell back on the the trat here i'm trying to see where we're at uh can i do an impression of a film student rk talking to college squeezer i we mean, that happened that happened. There was a meeting. Yeah, he came. I was working the weekends, uh, doing master control. First time we ever met that we remember, and Squeezer came with his then girlfriend to deliver tapes from his college, and uh, I opened the door. I, I, it was like eight in the morning, right? It was really early. Yeah. Uh, and I'm. I was. I'm st- pretty sure we were
1: both drunk.
0: Yeah, I was definitely still drunk. I was like, ah, and I, you know, I was covering my eyes, kind of, and I look up and I see this. Giant Gonzalez uh, standing next She's to very nice girl. This hornswoggle <laughs> compared to her. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And, and he hands me these gigantic DVC Pro tapes, and I'm like, "What are these?" It's like the football game, sir. <laughs> no, that's not what you said. Uh, You're really uh, like,
1: "You <laughs> seen the football game, sir?"
0: <laughs> Could I, I? I can't do your list on air. It's not, you don't even have it. It's, It's,
1: you don't want to get hurt. It's, it's, no, it's there. I have a fat tongue. What are you going to do? Like, here's the game. (laughs) You're supposed to play it. I don't know. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Bye.
0: I was like, bye. That was it. That was the first time. That was, well, it
1: does make sense that no one would have told you that I was coming with them. So,
0: no, uh, a certain person called me, I think, five minutes before you got there. Hey, this guy from fucking Kutztown is bringing tapes to the fucking game. Put it on today.
1: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and that's how you make
0: TV mm-hmm. oh, I can't wait for those pins to come in glow in the dark they're fucking huge too it's like one inches by a certain millimeter I can't tell what millimeters are
1: <laughs> I, wait wait so the, it's English measurements in one direction and in metric in another yes Yep. Oh,
0: I put it in the group Huh. that's China for you. Uh, Ferris, just hire some enterprising tech savvy kid from Singapore to make a deep fake of you that could put up on the virtual. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, sorry. T- uh, yes, Professor Ferris, I would never deep fake your class. But you're in college. You teach stuff people want to learn. Yeah. High school yeah. and grade school. uh uh-uh.
1: That's right. I, I'm not saying I'm qualified to make this decision, but it should be a lot more practical shit. Yeah, and right. if that include if practical means uh, silk screening T-shirts, I'm all for it because you know what? People need to make T-shirts. We learned that though in in middle school. I know that's what, we did it in middle school and we did it in high school. Yeah. Um. But no, they should teach you like how to. No, like- no, no what you don't need to learn in school. Fucking Canterbury Tales. Yeah. You know. Well. You can show that where the
0: you've you've got your fucking up your own ass years after college to learn about that
1: yeah i i I think by like by your senior year you should be able to pick and choose like a little bit more kind of like a college class it's like treat your you'd get more kids staying in school their senior year if they got to pick their courses like more applicable to what they want to do
0: like i want a class where the classroom's an, an old house that you have to decide whether or not it's time to replace the
1: windows that's a good one. How about bal- just, you know, balance a checkbook? <laughs> well, no one, do- who the fuck does that anymore? Well, no, it, it doesn't, not to actually do it, but to teach you to not go fucking broke. <laughs> well, I guess. Like me. Fucking prime days. Oh, yeah. You went, you went, wow. I was fucking making it rain.
0: Allow me, sir, to ask you how much money you spent on prime. I am an advocate of prime days. Uh, a lot. I'll I didn't, spread out a lot of little items. I only bought one carpet thing. It, it was for work, and it, it happened to have a Prime Day sale on it. The, they needed uh, paint markers, and I had to buy it for mm. it. That was it. I didn't buy
1: shit from Prime. What? What did I get? I got some. Got some new tools. Got a carpet pad. Sixty percent off on carpet pads. I'm glad we waited. Uh, hmm. What else? I got a new TV. I get to pick that up tomorrow on the way home. That was from the Best Buy because they were just following suit. So, oh, did you get the one I got wins. in my office? I got the one, the series up, size down. Series up, size down. Yep. Got it. Just because I was going to get the same series you had, but they didn't make that in a 65. And uh, I got a fucking fireplace mantle in the way. Otherwise, I'd have to rip the fireplace out to put a bigger TV, which I was considering for a hot second. Bezos. Yeah, so now I need to get some overtime, pay for all this shit. Now I just don't have to buy Christmas presents, so that's all done. <laughs> You're giving your guy the carpet pad. Yeah, she gets a carpet pad. I got a new set, uh new set of uh, Dewalt uh, drill and impact drivers, um, and she gets a slightly softer carpet. It's not gonna slide on the floor. So what do you need an impact Go driver win, win.
0: for? I thought I was like, here, use my impact driver, and you still use the drill. What what's the fucking part, point of an impact driver? Tell me, Squeezer. Learn uh, me about it's man things.
1: Drive for driving. It, it's for like screwing, and you can. You were doing that though, like, but you, you still you, use the drill. I didn't. Oh, because I didn't want to torque it too hard. Because, and then basically, like, because I was using wall anchors. I can set the torque on the drill. I didn't want to basically crush the drywall and pull the wall anchors back. So from. there's, there's no point of the impact driver. It's just no impact driver is my favorite. I love that when you're trying to put shit together, that done. It's, it's, it's kind of like one of those like, uh, air gun, like when they're like putting, the the lug nuts on the race cars and like, <laughs> it's they're they're beautiful, you know, but, and you know, if I'm building something, you know, I'm all for it. But, for like mounting something where I don't want to put too much torque on it, that's why you should use the drill. And I had to use my drill that's corded because someone built your wall all fucking weird, and I had to drill through drywall, metal, yeah, wood. Yeah. The, the joke and of the day else. was, and I think I might have started a fire in there. Every time you put a new
0: hole in my wall, you'd go,
1: hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said it a lot. Hmm. So a lot of hmm. It was like hmm.
0: Hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm
1: just sitting there. It was, it was it was fun. It was like it was like one of those egg machines where you got a new prize every time, but uh, you didn't you know what the hell it was. You weren't getting the again. one you
0: wanted, and you were like, "Well, let's yeah, try again." Was
1: like,
0: uh, huh. so I was like, "Are you building me a wall cheese plate
1: squeezer?" Yeah. The the nice thing is, the bigger the TV, the more holes you can make.
0: Right, it hides them.
1: Just covers it up nice, yeah. So yeah, it was a fun day. Fun day. Um, so now, now you know me. I'm gonna be working every possible moment, every night, every weekend when I can. It's... So I cannot enjoy the big TV that I just bought to replace well, the old one. Who ones. wants to enjoy things? Let me... I'm excited. This is my first 4K TV. I'm excited for this. And my last TV I bought for like three hundred bucks, like on the floor, it was like a magnet box, and so I've <laughs> never really owned a nice TV. I always cheaped out. You cheap out? No. Yeah, I still have I still have my old Toshiba that like with the refurbished sticker on it that I got from Best Buy, and that thing is <sighs> probably eleven years old. Getting some good burn in that
0: good the good burn is the the good burn
1: that's the good burn yeah. it it's it looks like a sports bar with the that e s p n one third uh side you know that sidebar there that just kind of burns into it
0: um okay so i'm ready to read reviews squeezer.
1: Oh, okay. We didn't even start, and I already drank a whole cup of coffee, and I'm almost done with my beer, so.
0: Holy mackerel. Hold on, I gotta find. I'm a
1: thirsty boy. I should just bring the Keurig down here. Such good shit. Um,
0: Fill a thermos. I'm just pulling up our reviews.
1: Pulling up reviews with
0: the rad years. The same guy who uh, wrote, please stop saying junk food's bad for you and stop saying stuffies. Mm-hmm. He deleted his comment again and he made a new one and said all the same stuff. And he goes and telling Squeezer he's adorable. That is where I draw the line, sir.
1: <laughs> no, sir. If
0: I will, volley this I... back to you. Squeezer is adorable and you, sir, are a fucking heel. I agree with him. Yeah, Squeezer is adorable. I'm not adorable. You are adorable. You're very handsome.
1: I'm not. The, 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 those are things you say to like a short, little, fat kid with no redeeming qualities, just to make him feel good. You know. You know. I. I. We talked about this. I went to school. I. Right. I lived the life. I know what it's like. So you just assume when someone says something nice to you. They're just being nice for the sake of being nice because they know it's the right thing to do. And really, they just want to knock you down a peg just like everyone else that's cool.
0: Well, I know. I think you are adorable. Oh, thanks. I think you're very handsome and adorable and a very sweet boy.
1: I'm not going to Argentina with you.
0: (laughs) Not yet. So, um, also, uh, Michael Redding, last week we were saying, you know, he was the one who said squeezer and not squeezer and don't stop the Vince impression because his wife gets mad every time. Um I, I know, I know you're it's a joke. Um he's like, Hey, you were that was a joke early. I was I wasn't being mean to you, but the new shtick is that everyone is mean to me in the reviews. Um so Jeremiah B. Frog wrote two and deleted. He wrote one that said, What? What was that? No, sorry, I can't hear you. Uh I have ruptured my eardrum from Vince. Nothing a little vitamin injection down from the George Washington Motor Lodge can't fix. Worth it. But he deleted that. <laughs> And then he wrote us a new one that says, oh, the same thing. Uh, he just fixed the, I think there was a typo in it. Um, so.
1: Well, thank you for using proper grammar.
0: Thank you. Uh, I think that's our friend Eric from Texas. He goes by Jeremiah B. Frog. Oh.
1: Yeah. He likes to change it up. So
0: then we got Richard Sanchez wrote, RK rules too. Sorry, RK. I was going for... Tongue in cheek, Arca- squeezer rules, arcade rules, kind of thing. After listening to a previous episode and hearing you reading the reviews, clearly I did not and like I, it did not land like I thought it would. Thanks for everything you do, and this is my favorite podcast. Thank you, Richard. You're the man. Uh, such good shit from chilled and roasted. Not gonna lie, I used to listen for squeezer because the knockoff Pritchard impressions would piss me off. It wasn't as bad as everyone, but but it wasn't as bad as everyone said. RK, I get you now. Vince away, baby. Vince away. Great podcast, guys. Keep it rolling. Uh, then here's a uh, the fourth stranger said, "Great podcast. So many terrible impressions. <sighs> this is a great podcast. So much nostalgia. But please stop with the speaker blowing <laughs> impressions. They are almost <laughs> funny at first, but wear out. They're welcome very fast. Would have been a five. And, and trust me." But, uh, let me finish would have been a five star okay. if not for the headache inducing impressions so i'm sorry i got us four star squeezer i'm the worst i'm horrible i keep inviting people to rate and review us on apple itunes and all they do is keep shitting yeah. on me
1: and uh, i'm bringing well, you it don't on i think myself. that we all know <laughs> you don't think what that, that you you're hoping that you get all these nice positive reviews no i know better <laughs> if you get one review that says great show guys rk you're the best i love your impressions that's all i need baby What's The fun in reading that That's all i need oh, i got and one please, i got one don't don't send that to him don't send that to him we can't we can't no the ego is <laughs> oh, hey. i'll take over oh my god they love me
0: listen to him! Oh, God, this jam packed arena is it, on their feet! It, 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 it,
1: God! It's like Vigo. Uh, <laughs> the ooze is just. The the slime is just. It's a river of Vince's it, it old suits
0: <laughs> flowing beneath me. <laughs> Those blue blazers are just surrounding me like fucking Doctor Strange's <laughs> uh,
1: cape. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's. Nice recovery there. Thank you. Thank you. So those were our
0: reviews. If you like the show, you want to take a shot at me and tell everyone or how you great don't. Squeezer is, so just go and write and review us. It helps other people learn that the show sucks because of me and to not listen because I'm horrible. But uh, we all know I am Vince. I, don't, I, I mean, I did. I was about to say I don't do too many of the Pritchard impressions anymore, but I did both... Uh, Polly Dangerously, and Jim Cornette, and Vince in the Open. So... Oh, Zane, what's up? First time dropping in live. Hi. What'd you think of my warrior last week?
1: Who, me? Yeah. Uh...
0: You didn't like it.
1: It's alright. It was good. No,
0: no, you hated
1: it. No, honestly, we had this discussion right before we started. I sat down here. I was pulling my audio. I sent it to him like, wow, if I haven't haven't done a show in fucking forever, it's been the exact same amount of time from the week before. It just feels like an eternity since the last show. Right. And honestly, I have no idea any word that was uttered last week. I don't recall a thing. Everything is a blank. It's almost like I hit, like, the refresh button, like, every other day. I'm like, I just have to—existence, I just got to clear it out. I clear the cache from, like, it, it, like kind of like printing pages. Mm-hmm. Like, I just—I clear everything from, like, two days ago to uh, 2001. Just everything is gone. Because mm-hmm. I need to maintain, you know, that queue, you know, that backlog of information for this show— But other than that, basically my name, breathing, (laughs) walking, blinking, as Mm -hmm. long as I can maintain those basic functions and remember what happened on January 3rd, 1997, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm good. He's good, everybody. But, uh, yeah, so not everyone hates the
0: impressions. They're not all Pritchard impressions. I do Snacklepuss. I've been Megatroid. It's been a while. I do love
1: Snacklepuss. It's been a
0: while. It's been a while. But uh, when you're a kid and you're you're cutting promos to your your wrestling buddies, all you're doing is wrestlers' impressions. So I grew up doing yeah, macho man, yeah. And the key of macho man is to get loud and crazy. And bring it in nice, and quiet. <laughs> yeah, that's macho. He be cool. yeah. He 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 kind of like like conduct himself like the conductor of an orchestra. If you watch his hand. Mm-hmm. Like when, yeah. he, when he, yeah, his hand goes down.
1: No, no, you you, you can see they're clearly. It, whereas the outsider would look at it and says, "Oh, there's this crazy man yelling," which yes, but there is a rhythm, there is a music to it. Oh, for sure, absolutely.
0: And the the, the pros are the pros. I've we've got insider knowledge uh, from Georgie, who's actually working with us this weekend. Uh, he oh, worked. Nice. He worked for WC. WCW for years, and he said Hulk Hogan was a dream promo guy. Some guys would come in and just whine and whine about cutting promos and cutting promos, and Hogan, biggest guy in the company, would come down and be like, "All right, brother, let's do this," and just cut promos until he was done. But like, we good? Need another take? All right, brother, and just you know, he's Hogan's a working man, man, a working a worker's man, mm. worker. Except when he doesn't realize oh. he's on, and he's talking Carney. Are we ready to gizzo on this prizzo? Yeah. All right. Uh what we're forty fucking minutes into the show, squeezer. That's a scary thing. If talking about childhood wow. scares. My I know I
1: know when I listen to some podcasts, God. I know how many times I have to hit the fifteen button to skip past the ads. So how many times? Forty five, fifteen, that's four. No, no.
0: It's thirty four and times-
1: fifteen back. Thirty four and fifteen back. All right, so it's they gotta hit it uh, thirty times, ninety twice times a minute, ninety times. Oh, their fingers are gonna be bleeding just tapping away,
0: tapping away. So speaking of nonsense podcasts, if you guys are a fan of the boys who did Workaholics, the TV show, they have a new podcast go th- called This Is Important. And you know, I I'm not, I'm not I like to promote any podcast out there because you know we're podcast brothers, we're podcast boys. And gals. Uh, but um, Kyle, uh, Blake, uh, Durs, and Little Adam have a podcast now. It's just called This Is Important. There's no topic. It is fucking hysterical. It is like, Squeezer, if it was me and you doing the open of our show w- with two other people and we we're all actually funny. Oh. That's how good oh. this podcast is. I made
1: that joke earlier okay. and you laughed. Are you trying to... To play a part now? Are you doing a bit? No, no, I laughed it. Well, I laughed once. You burned it on me. Should have saved it. <laughs> Should have saved it. Yeah. Well, see, because then I was like, okay, uh, I, I, I laughed because now, but now I'm like on. I gotta pretend to be funny and like try. No, we and we are funny. Entertain, I'm nervous.
0: But, but they have like, they do. They have no filter. I don't know. They're just. There's. You know how we were talking before the game outside the truck today? No. Yeah, that's exactly how they were talking on the show. Oh. Yeah, it was hysterical. It was
1: great. Things. Yeah, you can't say yeah, this. Yeah. No, I mean, the things that those people around us said. And we're like nodding our head in disapproval. <laughs> right. We don't talk about any t- touchy
0: subjects really on this show. It's not what you're here for. No. You're for nostalgia. Not,
1: not why you're here. Yeah. Not why you're here. Not why we're here. Touchy subjects uh, from 25 years ago. Yeah.
0: This isn't the priest I moved to Argentina with. There's no touching on subjects. Yeah, here. yeah.
1: No, t- <laughs> yeah. That's not a touchy subject at all. <laughs> all
0: right. Let's move on. I think you go first this week, Mr. Squeezer. Oh, boy. Here is your first childhood scare part two.
1: Tonight, on the Disney
0: Sunday movie, the Davises are moving into a new house. Definite fixer-upper. Where the tenants are deceased. Ah! But not departed. This house is not haunted. Keep an eye out for the boogity man. What boogity man?
1: Boogity, boogity.
0: Now it's every man, woman, and child for himself.
1: I saw him. What a weirdo. Dad's gonna negotiate with Mr. Hampton. It's spirited family fun. Mr. Boogity. I'd move.
0: Good old Mr. Boogity.
1: Yeah, this has been brought up on this show before, but uh, not in the official childhood scares capacity. So Um, I was mortified Mortified. by this movie. And nothing makes it funnier, though, than listening to the TV promo of it with the yucky uh, World of Disney guy promoting it. But then, at, like you listen to that, and you wouldn't think that it's going to be scary. But uh little uh Scarity Pan Squeezer. I don't know this this feature. Terrified! Yeah, it, it's it on crack. Disney Plus. Oh, I'll have to I'm watch gonna it. watch it sometime in uh, before Halloween. Uh, I haven't had a chance to. You want to cut up in my office tomorrow just... and watch it in 4K? RK's got 4K. Uh... Oh, he does have 4K. Um No, I'm good. I don't know. I gotta watch it like very early in the morning. Okay, whatever, when, like, fine. I'll go fuck myself. Through. Sure.
0: I'm a scaredy pants. You don't wanna curl up in my office with me with the space heater and the Will blanket? You... We'll make some cookies. No, it's hot enough in there. <laughs>
1: we'll make... I don't want I don't I don't wanna have the, the, the scared sweats and the uh, hot fat guy sweats at the same time. That smells <laughs> awful.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't want
1: my room to smell like a hoagie, Italian hoagie like yours. <laughs> I like how Ferris is basically calling me out for being a pussy. He's like, yeah, I saw it on Disney Plus, so I showed it to my kids, and they watched it a thousand times.
0: A billion. Um, a billion times, A geezer. billion times. Don't shortchange yeah. how many times the kids watched it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was so scared. This is my my one of my best friend growing up down the street. Uh, he, was it they Adrian? He watched it all no, no, different friend.
0: Isn't That's that weird? We, we
1: found that. more of our secret origin. We'll explain that on another show. but Yeah, that that goes deep. That was mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, but the... it, it's funny, though, because the way you were talking about this person, I immediately knew who you were talking about just by how you were yeah, talking you, you about Yeah, you said it them, so nonchalantly. Like
0: You're like, Adrian hey, Snyder. Yeah. I'm
1: like, yes. Yeah, Squeezer and I have a mutual friend that we've had and we never knew about. Um... Since I was about four years old. And since I was about like he's the reason I was a Dolphins fan. Fourteen. Yeah, that's when he changed schools. He yeah. went from my school to your school.
0: And um between the breaking your dad's jars of dirt and Adrian. It's it's creepy. Yeah.
1: In yeah. the Texaco. Yeah. Yeah. It, it the amount of times you probably ran in like it is the perfect setup to like a David Lynch film. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna. I'm thinking more like, of like we roll everything. We roll everything backwards. I'm thinking more comic um, books,
0: like the secret origins stories. Okay. You know, I'm like I'm more like Abed and Community, where you know, pointing out how everyone knew each. Other. This it, This is. It gets really weird how we pretty much knew each other before we knew each other. And then we told the first time how we met, a simple tape, and it was like yeah, oh, we at that, that moment. But, we became one.
1: The whole film slowly, even though like the main plot unfolds like this, how we're two successful podcasters and eventually it devolves into us like battling it out and someone becomes a drug addict and one of us kills each other and then the other one goes to jail and then we're murdered in jail and Hold then on. it slowly tracks back. And then the last thing- Hold scene on. I just want to stop you for one, one second. Mexico it's crazy. Station, just kind of staring at each other. What? What? It's alcohol a drug? No, no, like hard shit.
0: Oh, I was like, gonna say, because if alcohol is yeah. a drug, we're halfway there. <laughs>
1: no, 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 like, like, uh, we start. What kind well, of like, like, what like kind of, podcasting what? isn't enough of a thrill? So we start just like chasing the dragon for shits and giggles. Yeah, and then, but then you start using your own product. We do lines. Uh, we do lines of meth and talk yeah, yeah. to people on the because streets because you,
0: that real rush of talking. It's better than the podcast. This is real, man. Then, this is real. This is fucking I'm real.
1: Much of a liability, so you have to take me out, you know, to maintain the podcast going. And then you try to replace me with someone else, right? But no one likes that, so right? Then, you know, it, it. And then you lose it, and then they take it over, and then the podcast, like uh, down the road, they they bring in the partner, and then they sell out, and it becomes like this global phenomenon, sure. And then it gets lost in the history books that it was set up by. Uh, this delinquent from Catholic school and a little fat kid <laughs> that ended up killing each other over it. You're not um, fat. You're
0: adorable. Sucking you. guy on reviews. who doesn't um, like that. S- and it, but 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 all holding the ball, a stuffy
1: breaks down. And then the last fast a, food that's bad a, for him. Okay, as you lay <laughs> dying, pool pull your own blood in a, in a prison cell, um, like it, it flashes back to. Wait, us did I get prison raped? Is that why I'm bleeding in the cell? I mean, we can write the script together if that's how you want to spin it. we don't have to necessarily say we. We'll just do the Jack from Lost eyes in the sky thing, um, and then no, uh, know I got prison. Raid. Staring at each other in a, in a Texaco, and and we just it's just a long static staring shot. Um, while my dad makes the coffee there, and uh, then we kiss. That, And a very romantic that's, po- that's post credit. That's post credit.
0: Oh, yes. What song plays? Um, love fool.
1: That's what the song you're talking about, right? And, and, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. John Leguizamo is going to be in it. So I, I, I think John Leguizamo plays you and um
0: bob haskins plays you
1: you. (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad we're in the same picture oh god damn it (laughs) yeah that's a picture i want to see (laughs) they're drunk the whole
0: movie again just like they were on mario brothers
1: it's been 30 years, but finally...
0: It's very awkward, because
1: Bob Hoskins is dead, but still. <laughs> uh, he's still a better actor than I am now, so... Well, don't sell yourself short, Squeezer. No, of course not. Um, anyway, yeah, so my, my friends, we would go down there, and we would watch Mr. Boogity, like, after school, and they'd watch it, and they thought it was, like, the cutest, silly Disney Halloween movie. I was so scared. And it was probably older than I should have been. Because they had it on tape. This this wasn't nineteen eighty six. I wasn't three. We were coming home from school. This is like nineteen ninety one. All right. I'm like I'm like eight years old. And I was scared of Mr. Boogity. I'm still scared of it. I see it and it bothers me. Hmm. What um What's the plot of Mr. Boogity? Um there's like a a haunted house and oh by the way it's in lucifer falls uh there's devil um and it's haunted and there's like i don't remember are there ha- ferris help me out here you just watched the billion times there's happy ghosts and then there's mr boogity who's like the boogey man um and he's like is the, it the boogey
0: man or the boogity man like what can we get some clarification uh, boogity in this movie but there's also the in boogeyman, de- correct
1: yes in this movie it's boogity but there's also the boogeyman okay and he's Con- a good dancer continue uh Your joke fell and by. then let's see there's a vacuum cleaner involved uh very kid related kind of earnest scared stupid kind of oh that's another one i should have picked i was scared shitless of that movie probably because i didn't like milk
0: you and um, ernest were scared stupid I, I was mortified. I was more, put- of, I was more of an talk- Ernest saved Christmas fan. You know what uh, I mean? No, Rune? no,
1: no, no. I Ernest goes to jail. Ernest and, goes I to mean, jail when
0: he carves the the gun out of the soap and it droops on him.
1: Soap. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got Randall Texcob. So what a, and it's got
0: mean? prison rib jokes.
1: A lot of them. Well, so yeah. yeah, as much as I'm afraid of Ernest, scared stupid, you should be afraid of Ernest goes to jail.
0: Hmm. It's true.
1: It's true. Uh, okay, so... That, my- I have time. I'm going to... Not a billion times, but at least once. I got to watch Mr. Boogity and see what... Uh, yeah, we're going to watch scare- it together in 5K with Hot cocoa and my Space Eater. Oh, if there's Hot cocoa, I'm in. But okay. can can we leave Stupid Ian's uh, new window open so I get some fresh air? <laughs> All right, I'll, here. I'll just read Ferris's synopsis to save us some time. Uh, the family has moved into a new house. The dad's a tool and owns a gag gift magic shop. Oh, what a tool. Uh, the ghost of some Puritan boogeyman torments the family. Per- you know what? We need more Puritan boogeymen hmm. in our lives. We did uh, in 2012. Yeah, but... One ran for president. Oh.
0: yeah. Mitt Romney. <laughs>
1: yeah, fair enough. <laughs>
0: But he closed down KB Toys. Don't tell me he's not a fucking
1: boogeyman. <laughs> That's the greatest. This is the Palpatine of our generation. <laughs> was, a... that was that was the Alderaan. KB was the Alderaan. Right. He's one of the last Puritans alive too.
0: Well, him and Mike Pence. Oh, mother.
1: Um, yeah. To be fair though, when when your family is uh, you know, fights off uh. Mexican drug cartels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty badass religion.
0: What his family, uh, Mitt Romney's family, fought off Mex-
1: Mexican drug cartels? They're still down there. His his Mormon sect are actually out of Mexico, and they're still down there. And they have like they they fight the Mexican cartels. Huh. Yeah, right on vice, I think.
0: Hmm. Well, here is my first. Uh, childhood scare. For some reason it, this started in the 60s and 70s and by the 80s when we were kids everyone thought this was going to eventually, uh, they were going to come across this one day and it was eventually going to uh, be their demise. you
1: control cube will soon be locked into position. Then no force on Earth can dislodge
0: it. <laughs> These look like bonbon berries. Uh, look out! Land, help! Go That was a few examples of G.I. Joe members being caught in quicksand that I found on YouTube.
1: Is Flint the only one that knows not to walk in a fucking quicksand?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> but wasn't it true? John Mulaney's got a sketch where he said that I I was far more afraid of quicksand than I, sh- I should have been as an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We grew up thinking... We'd invariably have to run into quicksand. And I'm pretty sure I got to talk to my dad about this. We had a quicksand incident in our yard.
1: Hmm.
0: We had some part of section that was like, and it made me, it doubled down on quicksand. Cause not only did Bugs Bunny, not only did fucking in Blazing Saddles, the opening scene, they were st- stuck in quicksand. Yep. Like, At least that was hilarious. Yeah, that was, but like quicksand was like the go-to thing and cartoons. Alf. Alf Transformers, fucking everyone was caught. In goddamn. for
1: qu- Gilligan's Island, they got stuck in quicksand like every week.
0: Right. So we never inevitably, 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 inevitably,
1: is that there
0: you go. There you go. We inevitably, <laughs> we we eventually <laughs> thought we were going to be caught in quicksand. And and for me, it was just an irrational. I was honestly afraid we were going to get caught in quicksand, and something happened our yard went all the way up to the main street so we had like a very th- thin yard narrow yard but it was very long there was a lot of length not girth if you know what i mean um
1: no so we yeah.
0: we it was basically woods area too so it was tons of trees and everything but there was this section and i don't know what the fuck they're doing they're putting like an underground shit in there but there was I, i'm pretty sure there was quicksand in our yard at some point i'll get my dad declared, oh, Ryan, it was a fucking quicksand, you retard. I don't know what, I mean, you. That was my dad saying that, of course, not me. Yeah, not
1: you. No, yeah. no. You don't, we don't say that no, word. We don't
0: say that no. word. Uh, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> you're not going to drown in it. Just stay the hell away from it. Go play in the clubhouse. Uh,
1: Wait, if you're not going to drown in it, why should you have to stay away from it?
0: That's what, that's ex- precisely, Squeezer, my uh, uh, problem with it. <laughs> like, there's quicksand <laughs> in our yard, Dad. And if I learn nothing from Wally Coyote, if I chase that bird into it, I'm going into the quicksand and never getting out again. Oh, also, what the fuck? The horse from uh, Never Ending Story.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Artax.
0: Artax. Oh my God. That quicksand scene. Yeah, that will fuck with you.
1: Good God.
0: In my estimation, there was nothing scarier. Uh, to me going out into the real world by myself than quicksand. And then all of a sudden they just stopped using quicksand. Like think about Lost. Lost was a perfect show that could have had a quicksand gimmick in. Nothing. No quicksand. uh,
1: You sure? No. There's a lot going on. I
0: double checked to make sure. No quicksand. like
1: Google like Lost quicksand? Yes.
0: I did exactly that. I Googled Lost quicksand.
1: Uh, but I mean, they could have because they could have just put it in there and then have it go nowhere. Yeah.
0: And I tracked it. So the Smurfs were trapped in quicksand. Knight Rider. There's an episode of Knight Rider where Michael has to rescue Kit from a fucking quicksand bog. <laughs> yes, uh, and I believe it it starts. It could be traced to um, Lawrence of Arabia. Hmm. Uh, 1960s quicksand was everywhere. The monkeys always ran afoul of it. Um, and and that was like early comedy shaping for me, but I don't know. I mean, yes, quicksand silly quicks quicksand exists, but is it really going to be everywhere? and, and, the fact that I thought it was in my yard and it very well could have been in my yard, I just don't have clarification. I didn't think of it. And I was like quicksand. And then I was thinking, I'm like, shit, I think it was in my yard. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that is something that scared the shit out of me as a kid. Squeezer,
1: Your next next. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to have something for you real quick. Uh, you just, you what, you know, looked I up lost? Did they talk- use quicksand? Okay, hang on. So I looked up the statistics, the probability of dying in quicksand. Okay. And the the number is nope. <laughs> nope. I'm going to read I'm just gonna read verbatim from the internet. Nope, quicksand, that is, sand that behaves as a liquid because of saturated water, can be a mucky nuisance, but is basically impossible to die in the way that is depicted in movies. That's because quicksand is denser than the human body. Oh, it makes sense so you float yeah yeah so it, it's basically like just laying in a giant pond of stretch armstrongs right like that. I, like
0: I i read that you're more likely to, you get stuck in it and you're more likely to die of exposure than yeah. suffocation from what they whereas mean.
1: like 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 mud um like mud would be worse like real thick mud like right like world war one was like horrific like passiondale like that's like guys just sank into mud and there were just like helmets floating at the top. Hmm. Like that that yeah. So you're better off with quicksand. Quicksand would be like a nice like like like, like a nice spa treatment and just ah uh, lay there and nice it just cleanses your skin, you know? <laughs> yeah. So there you go. You know, you can if you see some quicksand now just, you know, strip on down and jump on in and and uh, remove all that dead skin off your body. Relax.
0: All right, if that didn't scare you enough, here's Squeezer's second pick. Thanks. You have the stench of mortals about you. You live with them. Help them. You disappoint me. But no matter. Night without end is coming, and you will join my midnight army. Or
1: pay the price. Ah, Slimer. Ah, Slimer. And Sam Hain. Yeah, Sam, Sam Hain was the best i mean, i one of the best villains. These He's are, great. And I'm using this to set up it's it has nothing to do with Sam Hain or well, kinda a little bit, but oh but before we move well, on. All Halloween I has to do myself. from it's from Sam Wayne. Uh uh
0: Sawain or Sam, how do you say it? Sawain, yeah. Sam yeah. But um, yeah, uh, Sam Hain was the best. the The real Ghostbusters Halloween episodes are
1: amazing. Um, I, I do want to go back real quick because uh, I scrolled down, and th- this was a that that was a question: How many people die worldwide on a yearly basis because of quicksand? And the first answer that was that that was based in facts and science. But if you scroll down, someone actually did post um, three. Hmm. That, and that—I that I appreciate their uh, succinctness of that. Um, that's how I would want to answer that question. Just three. Three. Um. Anyway, Sam Hain, <clears throat> this is more about uh, a guy with a pumpkin head. So th- this actually goes back to what we talked about in a previous show, and we had said there was a house and they were, I would always hit up this house. Cause I knew that's where I got the best trick or treat shit. And you would absolutely hate it. But this is where you get like all the old wooden nickels and little trotsky shit. So I got enough candy. I'm sure. Good. Right. Uh, I want to, and if there's a bowl out, uh, you know what, I'll make up for this house and grab two. Fuck them. Um, and uh, this house had all the cool shit that they would give out. And I still remember, and I feel like you should know better. But you're walking up to the house, and sitting on the front bench, there's a, a scarecrow. It's a big stuffed-up shirt and pants, straw coming out, and a big pumpkin on the head. And because it's a real pumpkin, the big pumpkin, you assume that it is a actual scarecrow. But it's big enough, and the guy positioned himself just right, That he is in there. And it's one of those things, too, like you kind of walk up to it knowing that's there and you kind of poke at it. You're looking around. There's no one there. And then you kind of move on. And once you're past, that's when he gets you. And Little Squeezer would shit his pants every year, despite the fact that it's the same house and I know it's coming. I sucked as a kid. I was so scared. (laughs) (coughs) There's
0: no. It uh, doesn't mean you suck. There's, being scared is the fun of it, Squeezer.
1: I don't like being scared. I'm scaredy pants.
0: But, uh, like, the reason why we like this stuff is for the scare. It's the thrill. My God, it's
1: says so it. No, there's nothing thrilling about some guy jumping out and getting me when I'm trying to get candy. That can happen any other day.
0: Well, just like the priest I took down
1: Argentina. <laughs> That's very true, yeah. Um but yeah there, there was always that one house and there were a couple more like that. One year I think he was a gorilla. But I always the pumpkin one was a real like game changer cuz it looked legit like uh actual like decorative like uh scarecrow with a big pumpkin head. It looked like Samhain. Um but then like he didn't jump up cuz there's like he was it was arms and legs uh and then he was kind of but you have to be there all night. That's got to suck. It's got to be exhausting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you got to reset. And you do burn, like, at least a half a block because people approaching and kids are going to see that because, I don't know, when we trick-or-treated, like, the neighborhood was packed. Like, there, you couldn't not see kids everywhere. Uh, I don't know. Like, the last couple of years, like, with trick-or-treat, it's kind of like, things go by and, like, you don't see people for, like, an hour. Right. But, uh people go out anymore i don't know i'm not talking about this year but no I, I know to both <laughs> yeah um yeah no no it, and it was fun in hindsight i loved it back then i fucking hated it i'm like just give me my wooden nickel so i can move on and take two you know crackle bars from the next house so ooh, two crackle bars yeah i'm uh, you know it's a bold young squeezer I, I, I like my rice-based uh, candy.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Okay, uh, shall we move on to another scare from me? All right, let's see. Here is mine. I might have told this story before, but, I mean, it goes without saying. It scared the shit out of me.
1: Take a card, any card. Oh, you'll shit. probably wish you hadn't. Terry Drinkwater explains that American children these days are obsessed with the whole disgusting deck. The wonderful folks who brought
0: us baseball cards, tributes to the excellence of genuine heroes, the idols of generations of young Americans, now bring us Acne Amy, Tommy Gunn, Bad Breath Seth, Slain Wayne, and the rest of what are called the Garbage Pail Kids. Among the preteen set, they are really hot.
1: I like two pure kids. The
0: manufacturer won't release sales figures, but so many youngsters have become so obsessed that the cards have been banned by some school principals from the West Coast to the
1: East. Simply said, if you have them, fine, keep them home. Monday morning, I don't want to see them in school. You can't even play with them at recess time. What are you supposed to do? Just sit there? I mean, really. I'll trade you straight away <laughs> for bad Brad.
0: Or a rare clogged Dwayne for a hard-to-find furry friend. I think they're icky
1: and gross. Some of the things on them are a
0: little bit disgusting. It looks- so, uh, we're talking about Garbage Pail Kids. And yes, Garbage Pail Kids, you could say the movie scared the shit out of you because the movie was a fucking goddamn horror show, Squeezer. Uh, I wish I could say I saw it. Uh, and you could say the Saturday morning cartoon scared you. <laughs> I didn't watch it and airing, but I checked it out on YouTube. <laughs> Another horror show. Um, but the cards themselves are what scared me. So I thought mm-hmm. that if you ate the bubblegum inside the pack, your head would explode like Adam bomb. No lie. I really did. So we are down in Reading, Pennsylvania and there is at the Reading, uh, vanity fair outlets and down in the lower levels they had a uh a toy liquidator store before it was in the same company as kb and uh, my brother was gonna buy a couple packs of um garbage pail kids the first wave it was like right when they came out and people were like really into garbage pail kids And my brother's two years older than me and not as stupid. So he wanted them um, because they were cool and everyone had them. I freaked the fuck out. I started screaming and crying and screaming no in the (laughs) store so much that my parents had to remove me so my brother could buy the cards. I was so fucking afraid that my brother was going to eat the gum inside the package of cards and his head would explode much like the head of Adam bomb. These cards scared the shit out of me. They're brilliant um, drawings, and I believe the um, artist who drew Mouse, uh, Art Spiegelman, I believe. It was, yes, Art. I think I think that's yeah. Spiegel. Yes, Art Spiegelman was the artist. He drew the book, the comic book Mouse. It's a depiction of um, the Jewish ghettos and Nazi-occupied Poland and Germany. A really great comic, kind of the inspiration for. Land before time. I
1: believe he won a Pulitzer for that.
0: He did, and uh Spielberg never gave any credit or whatsoever and when he ripped his story off and did land before time. But that's neither here nor there. Then he did garbage pill kids. <laughs> then he did garbage.
1: So he did he did the fucking hey, lo- Winning winning a Pulitzer doesn't exactly mean you're gonna make money. Right. Uh, yeah, and it's the they were fun, like
0: like like you gotta have fun, right? You gotta you gotta do one for them and one for you, is what they say in the studio system. Yeah. So yeah, he did he did one for them and he did one for.
1: Or in Argentina,
0: yeah. Yeah, or in Argentina. I don't know what that means. Are you talking about my priest boyfriend? Yes. All right. Well, I had that coming.
1: <laughs> Looks like it's on. Oh, this video is currently unavailable to watch in location. God damn you, Amazon. What? Uh, I was looking for the movie online. What the? Oh, the Garbage Pail Kids movie? Yeah. Dude, it's awful. It's
0: fucking... The puppets alone will scare the fucking shit out of you. Just watch the trailer. I, I,
1: it, I'm seeing the trailers, but I need to see this. My God, it's awful. Jesus. Where can I watch this? doesn't look like it. Out there, who has to, hey, maybe the Rad Should we get the rights to the Garbage Pale Kids movie and uh, and uh, what we that can that can be our primary like uh, our, our flagship film for the Rad film industry?
0: Uh, Rad Years, uh, so we could just go around the country doing showings of the Garbage Pale Kids movie,
1: people in, would come until like week three when we go bankrupt. Yeah, or we both, you know, contract a virus.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, well, that's another way we that that's another yes, that would happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving along, since we're an hour and you get on VHS for thirty dollars. That's, I mean, buy now squeeze (laughs) our click. What a
1: steal! I think that's investment. That's like platinum, you know. Did you click buy now yet? Or I don't know why you're not clicking buy now. Uh, I I won't let me. I I bought enough today. Uh, I, I, at this point, I think it pretty much thinks it's fraud. All right, now you're. It's like you bought all this shit. And now you want to buy garbage pill kids, the movie on VHS. Now you're just fucking with us. It's like ha ah, ah, ha ah, ah,
0: ha ah. ha ha. Mrs. What, what, Squeezer what drive, what, what already me insane, though, is, turned like, your card someone off. Someone would buy so. this,
1: and we we saw that prime plane fly overhead today. One of many yes, it would. Like, I would buy this, and someone would have to, like, there would be a process of people whose job it is to take this film out of a bin, put it on a conveyor belt, box it up. Then it would have to go on a plane that would fly through the sky, breaking, like, basically the only thing, like, that nothing that man had known, like, 110 years ago. It is now using net mode of transportation to travel across the earth to bring me a VHS tape of the garbage pill kids. Just the infrastructure to deliver that to my door is so absurd, I kind of want to do it, (laughs) knowing that that's the process. Click buy now. Click buy now. I I can't. I don't think that. My mouse, it will not click.
0: (laughs) All right. Here's your next pick.
1: Here's Squeezer's next pick. Oh, fuck. Everything's going to last forever. He must have been king of the wicker people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, where'd this come from? I have no idea. (laughs) It's Japanese. How do you know? Because I bought it in Japan. Who are you? Oh, sorry. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne.
0: Good pull squeezer. We were talking earlier today, and you weren't sure what you're
1: going to use for this. Good pull. Thank you. It just popped at that at that very moment. It popped into my head. What just popped in there? So this was from Arliss, right? Think. I'm I'm trying. Wow, I didn't even mean to do that, but I followed up that line with the line.
0: I'm trying to think. Yeah, I tried to did. think. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were saying, "Wow, my Arliss joke." <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So, everyone, did you ever have, like, creepy moment, like, afraid of something, like, in either your house, your grandparents' house? or Usually, it's always a grandparents' house. Yep. Something about houses being older. Well, my grandparents, they had, they they were, at some point, early on, they, they traveled. They got out a lot. They, um... Well when when they first met like they were my grandfather was in the army during Korea he was stationed down in Texas. they got married down there they went to Mexico um, and like then they tell this whole story about my grandmother not being allowed back in her country because she was so tan. they used all these derogatory terms saying that what the border people thought she was and he wasn't allowed to bring her back into their country I'm like all right, well you can't use those words, but all right, you're old so we'll let it slide. Um, anyway, they got a real taste for, I guess what they saw as the Mexican culture, um, and, and also in like Spain, they fell in love with this whole like bullfighting conquistador kind of vibe. This like 16th century kind of Mexico feel. Um, so why not design your entire dining room to embody that? And they had, so it, it, it wasn't just wood paneling. It was this dark, rich, grainy, faux, like, bark that was, like, the entire dining room. And then uh, then the furniture was also, like, this dark, rich, like, uh, uh, what would you say, like, walnut finish. So again, everything is very poorly lit. Uh, The only lighting in the room was this like cast iron chandelier, like you would have in a medieval castle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, There were various candles on pedestals. Uh, There was a very large mirror draped in uh, plastic ivy, (laughs) with a flower bed (laughs) underneath it of other plastic ivy and flowers. Jesus Christ. Uh, was this their was sex
0: a... dungeon, not their dining room?
1: This was the dining room. <laughs> this is where we had Thanksgiving. Are you sure? Um...
0: This has all the trappings <laughs> of a sex dungeon.
1: There is a giant canvas of a like splattered, like a black and white, like uh print of a bullfighter. And my favorite part about it, and I played it this fucking thing all the time a roughly five foot statue on a pedestal of a conquistador knight with a spear in his hand <laughs> that was in there. And there was a time when I was a little older, I thought this was the coolest and the spear actually came out. So I would like slip it out of his hand and run around and try to like, kill my sister with it. But there was an age though, where we'd go to their house, especially like if we would like do like sleepovers at grandma's and grandpa's. Yeah. Um, where I'm not gonna lie to you, Squeezer. Your grandparents are probably in some
0: weird bull and bullfighter cosplay, and I guarantee your
1: grandma was the bullfighter. That's kinda weird now that you say that, but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um anyway, it was red. a really cool room. I gotta you gotta admit, they they committed I admit, they had uh, a great a theme, sex dungeon. And they, and yeah. they, they committed to it. <laughs>
0: um, the swing fell but... from the trap door in the c- ceiling.
1: God damn it. You suck. Um, <laughs> but there there was a time where, and, and fortunately their room, their house was like, because I, I, I guess it's an older house and it was subdivided to like apartments like during uh, <clears throat> pre-war time because like it was a full house then they subdivided it into apartments. whatever
0: happened to you the, 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 the lens and, 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 and then and then they paper made hall. it back into
1: a regular yeah, house yeah. again so there's lots of little hallways and stuff you go around so it was already like a maze um which kind of made it creepy in itself and there's a lot of corners a lot of little dark spots but this room if I had to go from one to the other if I couldn't go around mm-hmm. I would run through this room mm-hmm
0: did like, you ever slip on? I was slip terrified on... to
1: walk through it, and like everything moved. Spilled lubricant. And there sh-
0: what? Did you ever slip on that? spilled lubricant?
1: You're disgusting. This is so. Good. This is not where I thought this was gonna go. <laughs> I should have known, but I didn't think it was gonna go there. Now, now I just feel weirded out. Now these, these, these fond childhood memories, even though some of them are being a little spooked, are now just completely bastardized by your
0: gross mind. I'm just saying. Yes, the Conquistador shit's scary, but the fact that your grandparents might have got freaky in there, even scarier.
1: Oh, no. They love to tell me how uh, my mom was their souvenir from Mexico. Well, see, there you go. That's it. I'm like, oh, you didn't have to tell me that. There is
0: definitely a bullfighter, bull cosplay type situation, role play.
1: Maybe just like the culture, all right? <laughs> mm, sure. They were uh,
0: doing more with ears just of corn, <laughs> selling them on the streets of Mexico with mayonnaise and spices.
1: My last remaining grandparent. <laughs> I can't. I can't look him in the eye again.
0: No wonder he's so good at print shop. Probably made bound books and leather of their There
1: were lots of bound books. Mm-hmm.
0: Listen. But yeah, it was I, it was I I would be happy if I knew my grandparents got gay.
1: You know what, that's fine, but now that I'm not gonna be able to think back at this room fondly anymore without thinking of your weird sex dungeon that you just imagined in their dining room where we had Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, and you even
0: said <laughs> your mom was their souvenir from Mexico. That's what they told me. I don't know why they had to tell me that. Yeah, well, yeah, they <clears throat> you blocked that out of your memories until now and now we know.
1: So Knowing is half a battle. It's a battle I just lost. It sure is. So what what scary grandparent house did you have that I can now degrade? Oh God, my grandparents are boring as shit. Um, well, I hmm. thought mine were up until about three minutes ago.
0: My grandpa had a little closet in the basement where he'd solder his radios back together. <laughs> Maybe my grandma burned him down there <laughs> while he masturbated. I don't know. I really don't know.
1: Well, I w- oh, not nah, now. Nah, you're just trying to cut me off at the pass.
0: Oh wait, you're trying to. Gross me out by saying my grandparents did sick yeah, shit. No,
1: I know, I know it's there's no win there. Yeah, right.
0: You're fighting a losing battle,
1: son. Fine, I lost it. Yeah, right. Um
0: Okay, so we're on to my next creepy thing. Oh, we're we're definitely
1: getting creepy. This yeah. one
0: is super creepy. Good fucking god. Let me preface this. When, when you're, you're two boys and a girl, my brother's the oldest, I'm the middle, my sister is the one they wanted instead of me, but they tried again and finally had the one they wanted, and she was the baby. So nine times out of ten, she got what she wanted most of the time.
1: All right, this setup alone is creepy.
0: So when we went to the video store, she got to rent the movie she wanted, and we had to watch it. And most of the time, it was this fucking horror show.
1: And from the top One, two, three, four We hug and hug I'll tell you why
0: we do It opens up our hearts And lets the love flow through Love flow through It feels so good It makes you want to shout So give a hug and find out what it's all These soulless demons with a hug a bunch squeezer. Are you aware uh, see of? If I remember. F- just Google the hug a bunch and, and be. Don't look them in the eye. <laughs> oh, eyes yeah.
1: I, I, I remember these things. Yeah.
0: So they had a movie and it was a direct to video movie, and my sister was fucking obsessed with it. And this movie was scarier than any movie you fucking. They travel through a mirror to Hug a Land. Uh, to find a way to keep her grandmother, the only one who knows how to hug young, there's a witch. It's all fucked up and crazy. Um, so the Hug a bunch uh, was the like, toys made by Kenner and Parker Brothers, uh, based on Hallmark cards, just like um, uh, my <clears throat> a couple of like I think Mad Balls were Hallmark. Hallmark had a lot of odd fucking toys. They had um, my pet monster was Hallmark. Uh weird shit. But these huggabunts were fucking creepy. And uh you were just supposed to fucking hug them and they're on greeting cards. And they Ugh, jumped their little button
1: noses pissed me off.
0: Yeah, they jumped, they jumped uh from platform from greeting cards to dolls to live action puppets who would steal your soul. These things were fucking goddamn, they were scary. Um, so the story is a young girl, Bridget Siversen, lives with her parents, brother, and grandmother. Her <laughs> Aunt Ruth comes by regularly. Uh, everyone but her grandmother is too busy for hugging. Sounds like my family from my time of my birth to now, or showing affection. She soon finds out that they talked her grandmother into going to a nursing home. Bridget. Being so upset by this, follows the little creature named Huggins through her closet mirror to Huggaland in search of a way to make her grandmother young again. In Huggaland, she learns that eating the fruit of the young berry tree can give instant youth. Unfortunately, the only young berry tree grows in the country land of shrugs. She'll have to cross the sea of broken glass and pass the hairy behemoth to venture into evil Queen Admir's castle. Will Bridget succeed? Who fucking cares? Get this movie out of the PCR and put fucking Ghostbusters on to so I can center myself. Fuck, goddamn! At least this movie scared the shit out of me. I hated these little bastards. They're so goddamn
1: evil looking. What is it? Is there a It's, soulless un- it's not eyes. like an Uncanny Valley? But- well, the Uncanny Valley comes from
0: this. Like the Uncanny yeah. Valley is talking about like uh the fact that you can never like humanoids like when you the human it is it is it is exactly no you're right it is it's 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 the more human you get the more uh like That's
1: why muppets are so enjoyable. and and like R2D2 and
0: C3PO like you could you mm-hmm. like them but as they get more human like they fall into that uncanny valley of
1: Uh sp- not true cuz Swedish Chef is rather humanoid but yet somehow yeah, he has no
0: eyes he's just eyebrows he's eyebrows uh, all right, and he's all right. floppy arms. Maybe, maybe
1: bork, bork, bork. it might be that it might be the eyes.
0: He's got no eyes. All right, these have soulless, dead eyes that uh, stare. that's it. Yeah. Right. look like doll's rip- eyes right through you. Oh my God! Look at the eyes. They're soulless. Oh, what a maneuver. Um, but fuck, man. This shit's scary. You go look this shit up on YouTube, and you tell me that this stuff isn't scary. And my sister loved this movie. My God, she put us through the torture. I just wanted to rent. Ba- I wanted to rent the 1966 Batman movie and watch Batman again and, and, yeah. and watch Batman spray a shark off his leg. Even though we had to record it, recorded, I just if I rented it, we could watch it. And I'd sit there and do the music in my head while we were driving to the blockbuster, like we were in the fucking Bat Cop there, flying to stop Commodore Schmidlap's fucking goddamn kidnapping. And all of a sudden, my yeah, you're was like
1: stop halfway, pull some branches off, and there's that bat cycle just conveniently oh placed God. on the side of
0: the road. Isn't that movie like just selling selling merch? Like they don't oh, even, they didn't even so- sell merch off it, but it's no. selling merch. They didn't even know back then. And Kitanya, Kitanya, Karana, Karana. My friend's calling me Kitka.
1: Yeah, that might have been the first funny feeling. Not mm-hmm. going
0: to lie. One of the first for me. It's Kitka, yeah. I'll tell you what, hug, I, I'm happy you said that was your funny feeling and not Hug a Bunch. Because,
1: you know. No, that would make sense, though. Yeah, that's why I was what worried about What is it? Can, can someone explain why little girls are more. Like, the dolls are creepy. Uh huh i guess babies are creepy too you know, they would kind of look at you
0: you you played terminator with Terminator two figure
1: squeezer that is true yeah <laughs> i i i had Terminator two aliens right um yeah we did we did a whole
0: show it was uh <laughs> they made a toy horror. that had a a robot skeleton that you could pump uh flesh onto but, yes but these dolls were creepy yes.
1: Well, I I had an action figure of a motorcycle cop where when you push his head down, rockets shoot out of his asshole. Right, he's now on in my basement. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Um, your next creepy pick, Mister Squeezer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Galima, galima, Kalima shakti de, bali chadhau te li aage, kuta te Ab iski
1: Good God! God that still freaks me out. He pulled his heart out. Oh my God! What a maneuver! <laughs> uh, uh, this traumatized oh, hey, sh- me as a kid. Hey, schmuffin,
0: say hi, Uncle Squeezer.
1: Hi, Shma- Hi, drunk schmuffin. Hi, drunk. Why is schmuffin drunk? She was lapping up your spilled beer. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. Call back. Uh, this traumatized me as a kid. And before I forget, can we go back? Have you listened to that clip, the, the chorus in there? Because this is John Williams. Don't tell me that 25 years later, he did it. Listen to the chorus kick in, the people singing. Listening? We're getting there, hang on.
0: Oh, Star Wars episode one.
1: Duel of Fates. You don't see Duel of Darth Fates, Ma, yeah. Leah and you and and you and McGregor battling it out. It's it's Duel of Fates. Yeah.
0: Man, I that I, I, the music was I playing was, on repeat I back behind,
1: back back behind to me at KB Toy shit. Store. Shit. That that <laughs> kind of blew my mind. Now, he, he, this guy, whoever, whoever did the Star Wars movie, ripped off this guy that did the Indiana Jones movie. From nineteen ninety nine to like two thousand six, you couldn't see a fireworks show without hearing that song. It still kicks ass. It does. Hey, look! Look, as, as as shitty as that movie might be in numerous parts for numerous reasons, that I sequence, love it. I still love. I, I'll defend. That movie, I'll, the first <laughs> one,
0: *Phantom Menace*.
1: Gary, if I can do the squeezer edit, you know, and cut out all the Jar Jar bullshit, see, and, I like and the, the Jar kid Jar taking out an entire fleet of spaceships. Uh, uh, well, no. all right. So basically, it's just Natalie Portman standing around looking hot, and then Duel of Fates. It works for me.
0: No, see, movie. that had Liam Neeson in it,
1: and it was. I, I like *Phantom Menace*. I do. I do. I'll defend it. I do. Out out of those three, I probably like it more than. It's probably my favorite one.
0: You want to watch it in my office in 4K tomorrow?
1: Yeah. This gets me out of watching Mr. Boogity. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, th- this scene in in Temple of Doom traumatized me. Like I was I I was hiding, like behind the couch. Um
0: You know what scared me more? The the Carpenter Cup shit in um, Last Crusade. the like, carpenter cup like drinking out of the wrong cup
1: yeah isn't the carpenter cup something you win for winning a hockey game
0: no the carpenter cup is for baseball
1: in oh Philly. yeah finally baseball yeah the carpenters That's, cup sorry the carpenters cup it, it's the holy you mean the holy grail the holy grail good god carpenters Oh, so so you could say so if, if let us say a local team wins the said championship and they drink from it, their skulls are going to cave in. I'm sure no, because it's it's the Carpenter's Cup, so they don't. Oh, it's they the have Cup. they
0: chose wisely. They chose wisely, yes.
1: Yeah,
0: but Where yeah, in, in, in Philly, in they Florida hold a baseball and softball tournament named after one of the founders of the Philadelphia Phillies that plays at Citizens Bank Park, and they win. His last name was Carpenter. They win the Carpenter Cup. Hence my fucking that up. It's the Carpenter's it. Cup. Sorry, to didn't pluralize it. God. Or or not pluralize it. Add uh, ownership. Possession. Possession.
1: The Phillies, you can just argue every year. You can just see, you, you know, talk about the Phillies baseball, and you get like a Knights Templar going, they have chosen poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all our skulls cave in. Um, was in Endgame... Uh,
0: Red Skull on the Soul Stone, he was totally influenced by that guy, right? I would think so. If, if, uh, as soon as I saw that, oh, it made me think of...
1: plays out, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it has to. It made me think I, of... I, I thought of it, too, yeah. Uh, Anyway, so the scene in Temple of Doom, Uh, like, I, I was... And I was a huge indie fan. And, of course, I saw... Like, I, I didn't see Temple of Doom, like, in... I was, I was one... And I didn't see Temple of Doom until after I'd already seen uh, Raiders and Last Crusade. And Last Crusade I saw in theaters, and I love it. It was one of my favorites. And I saw Temple of Doom later on because my grandfather was like, oh, yeah, you know, they they made another one. Kind of, like, not realizing that it wouldn't be terrible because right. they would make Crystal Skull. Um, but so I watched this, and this scene, I I, I lost my mind. Like, I couldn't. I was so mortified. This was the scariest thing in my life, and unfortunately, then I eventually saw Aliens, which kind of cured me of this. Oh yeah. um, But then I fell in love with Aliens. Like, like I was scared the
0: first time we, I saw are it. Are we talking Alien it. or a- Aliens Scared the living
1: bejesus out of me. Aliens was
0: more. Aliens. Aliens was scary, but it's. Alien
1: fun. scared me the first time I saw it, but then I <laughs> loved it because it's actually it's an action movie. Yeah, but Aliens is scary. Like Alien to this day still scares me. Yeah, Alien to this day still scares me too. Because Aliens is a is an action film. A Aliens.
0: Very Aliens is, film. is like how Stranger Things is scary.
1: Yes, yes. A- Alien it's is thrilling. in my opinion still like, the, the scariest. That and and I I still find Jaws scary just because the plausibility is more like I'm not going to be on the Nostrano Nostromo anytime soon. No, but I might be off the coast of uh, Massachusetts floating around like a little fat kid in an inner tube or, you know, uh, a hot chick, you know, at night. It was Amityville, New York, New York yeah. What? It was New York, Amityville, New York. Uh, it's, it's all, it's, once you, once you cross through that, it's all the same up there. Um, <laughs> it was Amity. That's right. Anywho, um, yeah, so this whole scene freaked Eminem, me out, Eminem, and then yeah. of course, you know, they rip his heart out. You see it, and, and then, it, and you clearly, it, it's foam. <laughs> like it's clearly fake. You could see it, but as yeah. a kid, it 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 boggled the mind. And then think about and, how short round felt. I know. Well, it probably wasn't. It was just a react shot. You know, you know, I don't know if you know how they make movies, but it's not like one whole thing happening at once. Um, they do multiple takes and setups. <laughs> no time for love, Doctor add-
0: Jones. That, um, that's what I say to Squeezer when he wants to do multiple setups and takes. No time for love, Doctor Jones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the lowering into the fire, again, probably one of my greatest fears of all time. Now, and like, and, and it is like having my heart ripped out. It seals shut. Me stay alive due to some weird black magic, and then me burst into flames, and then my heart burn. After the fact, in uh, Amrish Puri's hand. um, Well, which was awesome in it. There goes this year's
0: Christmas present from me to you, but thanks for ruining it. What did you think I was digging that big ditch out back of the fucking office for?
1: Oh, you were going to burn me? um, Yes, I was going to have a witch doctor come pull your heart out and we were going to burn you alive for fun. Reading up, this was actually supposed to be worse than it even was. Um, the guy that played the guy that was sacrificed said that he originally, like, he wasn't given a script. They were just casting his body. And then they also did a a face cast and he was given glass eye. They were putting like glass eyes and he's like, what's that all about? The original idea was when they would lower him in, it wasn't just going to be a burst of flames to like hide the gore. But it was supposed to be more like Gollum at the end where you would have his face, like just his the skin of his face, float on the lava before it would sink and burn up.
0: Mm.
1: But they thought it was going to be too gory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, it's this scene or this scene and a number of others is the reason why we have uh, PG-13 movies now.
0: Yes, the first ever PG-13 movie was Temple yep. of Doom. That's
1: why, yep. That's why, why it's here why it's here all right is it safe to move on Does even give a shit about pg-13 anymore though no like it's kind of like it, it it is what it, it it's it's r or it's not <laughs> you know
0: yeah and g's just as much of a killer as an x
1: well yeah because fucking oh yeah oh i i thought you meant g as in a killer because there's plenty of g-rated movies out there where um I have watch plenty of PG and PG-13 movies where none of the parents die tragic deaths on a regular basis, but turn on any Disney G-rated movie and guess what? Mom and dad are dead on a regular basis.
0: Uh what was I have I don't know if any movie's been G like
1: Uh I don't know about G, but still no one gives it. Yeah. Uh, probably a dinosaur movie or something Happy Feet. Is Happy Feet G? I have no idea. I'm going to look I bet you Happy Feet's G. Yeah, but it's either like if
0: you're G or X, you're just doomed. That's why no one nothing's G. That's the MPAA will fight to get a PG if they give you a G. <laughs> just like they fight against an X to get to, get an R. All right, here is my next scary thing. So, why I was a big fan of, this was like the true crime show before true crime shows were true crime show, Squeezer.
1: Oh, and yeah. You could have just played this for 10 minutes and I would just sit here and listen to it on a loop. As
0: a kid, we my dad made us watch, made us we liked it, Rescue 911, Cops, mm-hmm. and Unsolved Mysteries was one of my dad's favorite shows to watch with us. But there was this episode in Season 10, Episode 10, called The Chair of Death. That scared the living shit out of me, and this music alone always kind of gave me like the chills. Uh, that's why I have the soundtrack on Voinal. Squeezer.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about that too, because uh, you even said it's like you were you were showing a certain special someone in our lives, that, and like why don't you play that then? I know. I got that. Play and, like the Castlevania, bust it out, put it on, and play it really fucking loud, yeah. so you know everyone in the office can hear it. So.
0: Back in 1702, convicted murderer Thomas Busby was allowed one last drink while sitting in his favorite chair in his favorite pub before heading to the gallows. Before his date with the hangman, he yelled out, My sudden death come to anyone who dares sit in my chair. May sudden death. According to legend, the cursed chair has killed every person who sat on it. The segment cycles through a number of stories that seem to defy rational explanation. Thankfully, the chair was moved to a museum, and in order to prevent anyone from sitting in the supposed chair, they hung it five feet from the ground. Even if you don't believe in the curses,
1: you would still—I I wouldn't sit in that goddamn chair, would you? Fuck no. Fuck no. Why rolled the dice on that? Like, who knows? Maybe—no, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, but— Because you know what? There, there's no scientific proof to, to prove that it, it's a viable thing, but you know what? Maybe there's something else going on that you know you just can't sniff out, so I'm not gonna fuck with it.
0: Right. Exactly. And and you got Mr. Sanderson, uh he comes out from Caddyshack 2. (laughs) Robert Stack, and he's just so good. Like today. Unsolved Mysteries. Robert Stack hosting this and Bill Shatner hosting Rescue 911. It's just like gold. Yeah. Like they knew how to host the show, and Robert Stack always had the trench coat on and the white shirt and the dark tie, like he dressed mm-hmm. like an FBI agent. And uh, I, I really think, um, like, like talking about aliens and talking about abductions and murders, it's, it's, it's exactly uh, what makes you. Scared and and attracted to the show at the same time. And Ferris is right. It probably was a hastily put. To, it was probably a piece of IKEA furniture put together by me. That thing. That thing. If I put it together, don't sit in it because you're gonna die. Or Ian. <laughs> Ian put my my glass case together. My uh cut, or whatever the fuck it's called with all my wrestling figures. I'm sure. I don't think you're allowed to use that word. <laughs> I'm sure he set it up so that one day the glass will slide into my skull. And slowly like make its
1: way to its the brain like a like a uh sinking glacier. Oh, ooh, night nice, and like it hurts the whole way. Yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that's how yeah. I'm assuming he planned my death. You better not. I got plans too.
0: Well, he's trying to usurp your role, Squeezer. I know. I know. He wants that, that position as the well, guy. He's just breeding murder fish, so. He is breeding murder fish. But um as per usual, I, I've learned, uh, when we first did the show, we stacked, we split it, we split it, Squeezer, with our our talking about New York Comic Con, which wasn't even a thing. It happened this past weekend as a virtual meta thing. Yay. Hey. Uh, I guess it's better than five billion people packing into a room meant for 5,000, but uh, it happened this weekend, and... Um, we couldn't be a part of it, and
1: because there was nothing to be a part of. Yeah, but uh, no. Speaking of, uh, know what happened uh, three years ago today? Our live well, show today. Yeah. Yeah, Enchantress reminded me. I got the, I got me, the yeah. picture alert. Yeah. Uh, my my little one with RC. Oh great! Yeah, with the yeah. The what the fuck was? The uh, Cybertronic spree. Cybertronic spree, yeah. No, that was, wow, that was three years. We hit our peak uh, within uh, eleven months of doing our show, and then from then on, it was just fucking downhill. How much better would it be if we did it three this year? Like we're
0: so much more in our groove. Uh, uh,
1: incoherent babbling, because oh. we were so we are so eager to please. Uh, now, now it would just be. Uh, uh, i don't know i don't know i think uh, i think what
0: what made them like us is we interviewed them like they were the characters from the movie
1: what are you talking about they are
0: right but we asked them questions from the movie i think that's what yes, they, we, they... Didn't,
1: we didn't break it down like so many other people like oh look at that guy in that mascot costume that's gotta be hot right you know, no no one wants to hear that that's not fun as far as i'm concerned and he is the the like, the, the, the Philly Fanatic is an actual creature, you know and RC that was, my, my daughter has a picture with the actual RC Right.
0: Huh? The, yeah, that, that was fun, the Cybertronic Spree I would like that to consider fun. them friends, they're awesome, and uh, that was a lot of fun and when RetroCon comes back since it's and basically in our hometown, I'm not far from it, we will be back to RetroCon my yeah. god, it'll be beautiful We were supposed to headline. We are headlining the Lehigh Valley Podcast Festival. It was supposed to be in March. Our, our would have yeah. been our, our our moment squeezer. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, our moment to shine to the Lehigh Valley headlining. They give us a half hour at the end of that day. We would have stayed. We'd have pulled a fucking Motley Crude and done three hours at the end.
1: And and everyone that we know would be would walk in like we we these guys the yeah. the guy that like. Goes up and down the ladder lighting shit for three hours, and another guy that gives him shit while he's doing it. Yeah, like, yeah those. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's him. Yep. It would have been beautiful. Yucking it up. Yucking it up. All right. Your last scary thingy squeezer. must be the new guy, Leon. Sorry, but it looks like your party has been canceled. What happened? About two months ago, there was this incident involving zombies in a mansion located in the outskirts of this city.
1: You might think...
0: What the f it well, down, what is that? What is this?
1: Now, what you might think is that I was terrified of Resident Evil 2. Okay. But what I'm really afraid of is poorly scripted and VO'd uh, FMV sequences.
0: That's uh, all they were back when Resident Evil was, 2 came out. It, it was House bad. of the Dead 2. Oh no! Was oh.
1: That was groundbreaking at the time. It had to go yeah, hard. the horror it like game. Va- it was like Vaudeville.
0: The horror game I played, my friend Joe and Shane, we, he, my friend Joe bought a Dreamcast from Japan before it came out, mm-hmm. and he was able to actually get the gun accessory for it, and Ooh. he'd bring it over to my house all the time, and we, the three of us would smoke tons of weed and play House of the Dead 2, uh, which is like a rail shooter, but it's like mm-hmm. a horror rail shooter, and yeah, that was my horror game. A lot game.
1: of quarters went in that machine. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: A lot of weed went into our bodies.
1: (laughs) Um, But for me, this was like my first horror game experience. And I think what really nailed it was, and and there's plenty of, like, here's the thing. When you think Resident Evil 2, there's plenty of levels and, like, you're going, like, there's the sewers and you're in the lab and all that shit. The police station is, like, like, it, that's all you need to play. That's the pinnacle of it. It's so, every, the, the ambiance, it, it's so creepy and, and, and so well done. And the art direction and just the angles, because it, it's a faux 3D, um, what's the style of, uh, art. I can't think it. like, isometric it's like an isometric gameplay, even though it's like it's not three D, but it gives you that perspective of three D. Um,
0: sure. Yeah. What I learned from the but, Apple release: lidar. Is it have anything to do with lidar?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. But the the biggest thing, the most what really freaked you out was the way the audio would dip in and out, and then it would just cut to a black screen with a door, and the door would creak open. And then it would cut to, in the next room, and then you might have to deal with zombies. So it's like it, it, the loading screen created a sense of suspense of not knowing what's behind it, and you had to sit there and watch this door as it opened. And like it just gave you this it, the the pause, the lack of audio, just the creaking of the door. It was so fucking creepy. And again, that police station is just I, I love it. it it's I, watching this, like, I watched some gameplay of it, and I, I wish I can go back and, 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 not replay it, but replay it for that first time, because you didn't know what the fuck was going on, and also you didn't know, go and get the, for some reason the police station had these really ornate keys that only opened certain doors, I mean, it's really inefficient, but, um, it's like working in a TV studio with, like, key cards that only open certain doors, um, and you got to solve the puzzle. It's like, oh, you can't get into the lunchroom after 3.30. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, it's a lunchroom. So, you know, after 3.30, it's now dinner. So, you know, fuck off. Um, but, yeah, that, that this was my first, like, horror game. And, again, scaredy-pants me, even though I was uh, 15. Still, you know, pardon the pun. Lang- I mean, uh, language. Pussy. Um... Yeah, I, I I was I was creeped out by it. Uh and it was also the first game that I ever bought that was on two discs that I thought was fucking amazing. I'm like wow. It was like the wall, but with zombies and a video game instead of an album with music. Yeah. Just like that.
0: Just like that. Um, uh, okay, so I guess we're ready to go. We'll talk about uh, my my last. That was your last scare.
1: Was it? Really, we're there already. we were there. We got there. I don't want to stop.
0: It's that. It's time, Squeezer.
1: Oh, and also, I found out Happy Feet is rated PG by the MPAA for mild peril and r- peril and rude humor. So yeah, even fucking a, a cute little penguin movie is rated PG. Well, sometimes the world
0: just sucks. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, buddy.
1: Happy feet. How do you? Oh, Finding Nemo is rated G. Oh, really? I. Yeah, I, I think that's... Huh. Oh, you know why? Uh, No, that doesn't make sense. Well, it's Disney and Pixar, so they can get away with whatever they want. that's true
0: alright here's my last pick I've talked about how scared this is I love it now but this scared me my mom made us watch this when I was a kid where do they come from why are they here
1: why clowns
0: you'll laugh your head off clowns from
1: outer space it's crazy rated pg-13 starts friday may 20th at a theater near you
0: (sighs) so it's right you will laugh your head off if you're an adult not a kid and it comes out it came out (laughs) in may of 1988 and it it hit pay-per-view in late september early october 1988 along with critters 2 beetlejuice friday the 13th part 7 yeah um Rambo 3, I know, is also another one we watched on pay-per-view, but my mom was obsessed with Killer Clown. She loved the movie, and she made us watch it, and I was so fucking deathly afraid. I used to have nightmares when I was up in my room that I'd wake up in the middle of the night and stare at my window because I thought that truck was going to come down the street and put us all in fucking cotton candy cocoons. I was so goddamn sure of it, Squeezer. <laughs> Now, I, I so I, I revisited Killer Clowns from Outer Space as an adult and I love it. It's just so funny and ridiculous and like when we went to Halloween Horror Nights, they have like a whole setup on the road and they have like the actual like Killer Clown uniform. It's fucking awesome and it's fun and I, there's, there's rumors that they're doing something on Netflix like either a show or a second movie, which is really exciting. But I, I feel like I'm not trying to say I feel like a kinship to it because I've saw it in nineteen I know a lot of people have saw it when they're kids, but I, I, I've known this movie since I was um six years old, so uh it, there I do have a kinship to this. Uh this this memory like haunts me. Um and I I I I have I learned to love it at the same time. I have like Stockholm syndrome or uh night with Florence Nightingale syndrome where you learn to love what scared you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I have with it. Uh, and I do, I am obsessed with it. I do love it. And I have t shirts. Uh, I want, I got to get the pops for it. But I, I do love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I feel like that's like a, a, like Vince McMahon came up with this idea. I know I do Vince too much, and I am Vince as, as Eddie Brock is Venom, RK is Vince. I feel like that's something. He'd have like these guys come in and be like, "We're a tag team," and be like, "Oh yeah, what, what's your stick, huh, pal? What do you do? What, what's your what's your angle? What's your gimmick?" Be like, well, you know, um, we're just two wrestlers, and we're looking to, you know, we got some good moves and we cut good promos. Oh yeah, pal, what'd you what'd you do? What'd you do before this? Well, before this, I, you know, uh, I worked in um, uh, the Walmart, and I I did some part time work as a clown. I had a, uh, for kids part birthday. Oh, a clown. You see, clown pal, huh? You're a clown? I think <laughs> you should be a, a killer clown. You're going to be a killer clown from outer space. My God, you're going to be evil. Oh, fuck. You're going to put everybody in a cotton candy cocoon and drink their ooze. Oh, holy fuck. It's going to be
1: gruesome. <laughs> you just run off the fucking rails. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, that's how I feel like Vince comes up with 90% of the gimmicks. Like, that's how we got (laughs) men on a mission, probably. Duke the Dumpster Josie came in. Hey, pal, what'd you do uh, before you came here? I was working part time. Oh, my God. We're going to call you the dumpster. You're going to be gross and covered in fucking shit. Oh, God, it's great. you You know, that's just how I assume Vince works. I people are going to do a podcast about this show, like childhood scares. RK's fucking shitty Vince impression. <laughs> ah, that's it, squeezer. We wrapped show 2 of our Halloween episodes. We're almost done. Halloween's almost over.
1: That, it it doesn't feel like it's October or the Halloween season yet. Well, it is 2020,
0: and you could say that in other it, seasons, but this year, nothing feels like anything. Yeah, yeah. But stuff's. Are, I'm excited for Christmas shit. I'm like, I was excited for Halloween, now I'm excited for Christmas shit to go out. Like, you know. I don't know if it's like we're one step closer to maybe getting through this shit, which I don't think we're that close to, but maybe. Mm. But you know, yeah. I'm always excited for the Christmas shit to go up and buy the new uh,
1: things. Yeah, if they at least put like the like the frilly little light shit up on the street lights, at least you yeah. know, so I can that little bit, you know. Hey, and we're working. We have a job. Yeah, 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 I can't complain too much. It's just, yeah. it doesn't. It, it, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, this whole it's everything's been weird. But yeah, it doesn't feel very. Like I, I, I should have been like four pumpkins deep right now with the pumpkin seeds, like roasting them on a regular basis. Yeah, well, I'm, you moved I'm to a new house. Batten zero. Uh even then, I don't care. Uh, I was able to buy a carpet and uh, some furniture. Should have been able to buy a pumpkin or two. How you put and that down when their it's skulls
0: and... when it's their kid's Christmas present. What's up? How are you gonna put that down right away if it's your kid's Christmas present? Do you tell them, what right down. Do you tell the carpet that you
1: got? The carpet's down.
0: No, the carpet pad or whatever the fuck you bought off Amazon. Oh, I, I The I'll joke squeezer, you're asleep. ruining the fucking joke.
1: Oh, sorry. Well, I'll put it out while they're asleep because I can't get anything done when they're awake, but on Christmas Day When they come down, they see the Christmas tree and there's no presents. They're like, Daddy, where's our present? And I peel back the corner of our carpet. I'm like, you've had it for two months, honey. Look how soft this is. I'm like, oh, thank you, Daddy. Thank you. This is the greatest Christmas present ever. It's like the Homes on Homes Christmas special. It's like every other home improvement show. It's like, oh, look at all this cool, bright shit we did. And he's like, I gave you new insulation. That's all I was
0: asking for. Yeah. I was getting there. I wanted to get it out of you. I was squeezing you like Thanks. an orange to
1: get the juice, <laughs> the delicious juice. Uh, I, I I almost want to do that. <laughs> Maybe I'll, look. I won't fuck with them too much. I won't do it on Christmas. I'll just change the calendar around and and tell them like so. Like Christmas Eve, I'll tell them like the night before Christmas Eve, I'll tell them it's Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Eve morning, they come down expecting it's Christmas, and I peel the carpet back and go here. Look at your Christmas present. It's a carpet pad. And also, I got a new uh, DeWalt uh, impact driver. And how old are your kids? And they can get all upset. And I'm like, oh, I'm kidding. No, it's Christmas Eve. Tomorrow's Christmas. You'll get actual presents, maybe. How old are they? One and four.
0: They already have iPhones, don't they? They'll know it's Christmas and Christmas Eve. You can't fool them.
1: Oh, no. No, no the, four, the four-year-old knows how to operate every piece of equipment in the house. And the one-year-old somehow manages to do it with her teeth. <laughs> so... Did she ask for an iPhone, her own iPhone yet? No, no, it's coming. I, I try to. It's coming. It, it's coming, and um, I it, the no is also coming. So. Yeah,
0: right. When you're 21, you can smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol, nope.
1: and get on Facebook. 20- Twenty six. <laughs> Twenty six. That's when they say your frontal cortex is completely formed. When you're off and my they, that, when when you're off my insurance, then you can get your own. Yes, iPhone. When you no longer qualify for Cobra, then you can have your own goddamn phone.
0: Um, I think I let's see, 2007. Let me do the math. So in '82 I was born. '92 I was 10. 2002 yeah, I was rough. 20. I was 25 when I got my first iPhone. So I was a year before I should have. That's why I'm so fucked up, Squeezer.
1: Yeah, when did I get my first iPhone? I, I, had a, I bought a it- 2005- 2005, The, the 2005, day it came out. I had a Razer. Oh. I had a Blackberry. Uh, I had like one of those first generation Razers. And I got one of those new high-techy ones from work. Razers were too expensive. I, at, I,
0: had a, um, I had the cheapest Blackberry they made. And I loved it. it
1: Oh uh, no! Wait, two thousand five. I probably had it. Still had a Nokia, probably.
0: But two thousand seven, I was in line. I got the four gig iPhone one. I paid like thirty thousand dollars for it. I signed over. Two
1: thousand. Two thousand eight. I think I went iPhone.
0: It was only on. And Singular. then I
1: switched. I I got an iPhone in like 08, and then in like O. 0... In, like, 2010, I got a, uh... Yeah, you, you came in to work with Android. You came in with Android. I went I went to... I, I had an iPhone, then went to Android, and then I went back. I'm like, fuck that. It's... Yeah. This is when? In the Friday I drank 13th. the Kool-Aid, and it was delicious.
0: Yeah, it's not even Kool-Aid. Like, for me, it's just, like... It's just easy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: want to Like, I look at, like, I think back, like... I like the idea of, like, building a PC from scratch again... Like the idea of it, I want to yeah. build it, like physically build it. But once it's done, right. Once I, uh, once I've assembled it, I don't even want to uh, fucking boot it up. I just want to toss it in the tr- and, I don't want to deal with it. And with the new, like, I want to turn my computer on and have it do everything for me. Right. And the new OS, the idea of
0: like changing everything and modifying, it's fine. But I want my iPhone to look like an iPhone, so I don't want to change anything. Like I, like I'm no. not changing anything. Like I just wanted the apps in my front page. And I haven't used Windows... Compu- I Like, I switched from Windows in 2001, Squeezer. Yeah. So I have not used a Windows computer since 2001.
1: Uh, it was 2000... I guess I, I had Windows when I was... So, 2007 for me. When I... Crazy, right? Switch. Well, no, no, no. Well, because well, I was doing both. Because 2000, when did I buy my, when did I get my MacBook, I bought my MacBook when I went to college. So 2003, I bought my MacBook Pro. Okay, I bought I had my first iMac in '01, uh, and I
0: had my first MacBook in 03. My Pro, I had a MacBook, or uh, whatever it was called, the Power Mac, the Power Mac, the PowerBook, the PowerBook. I had the PowerBook. At that time in oh uh, three, But I had
1: my first iMac in 01. The f- I had the first flat screen one.
0: Why the fuck that came
1: out? No, I didn't buy my MacBook Pro in 2003. I, I bought a... Uh, what was that... Uh, that... Weapon of Death... Uh, laptop that was uh, out in 2003. What's the big one? I don't know. Uh, it, it was about 4 inches thick. Weighed about 70 pounds. Had two fans on the back that were the equivalent of a 730, 737. Uh, oh, it, uh, an Inspirion uh, 8300. Mm. 82, 8300. Th- those things were beats. That-, that was the equivalent of an ag hall chair hmm. uh, to- that you could hit over a wrestler's head. Sure. Uh, Bubble Ray's uh, they back. They were brutal. So, 2000- I want to say 2006. When I graduated, that's when I bought my MacBook. So, 2006. Gotcha is when I went to Mac and I just kicked my custom built love of my life PC out the door. (laughs) Literally, fuck this. just Done. It's exhausting. It is. Make it for me. Make it work. Alright, that's
0: all we have this week on our Halloween 2020 Episode 2 Childhood Scares episode. Please uh, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and say something nice about Squeezer and something mean about me because that's the cool thing to do. And, and it buys us 15 minutes. Right. To talk. It gives us 15 minutes. I will be back next week with more Rad Years Halloween podcasting. Same Rad time, same Rad channel. I'm RK.
1: And I'm Squeezer. We'll see you next week.